0: Travis Ryer on a Wednesday afternoon at the University of Alabama. Time once again for instant analysis on the Facebook home for BamaOnline.com. It is an absolutely perfect early evening, late afternoon here at the Capstone, around 70 degrees, maybe temperature dropping a little bit at this point. It's starting to get a little cool. Sun's going down. you got the uh, Million Dollar Band. Out there at about 1 o'clock from where I stand, getting ready for Saturday's performances, the final home game of the 2019 college football season for the Crimson Tide. You've probably seen here in the last few moments, as a matter of fact, Tua Tonga-Vailoa tweeting out that he expects to be there on Saturday. I may sell a few extra tickets, you think? Tua showing up for what we expected to be his final appearance uh, as a football player at Alabama. Uh, that, would be, uh, that would be great for Tua to be able to make it. Check out his teammates there on Saturday. As Western Carolina, the Catamounts come to town. Uh, Alabama back on the practice field out there this afternoon. In full pads. Uh, from an injury standpoint, we'll get into some of that coming up here in just a little bit. As you can see, we're outside Coleman Coliseum on this perfect Wednesday afternoon the Alabama men's basketball team inside there last night with an 81 to 73 win over the Purple Paladins of Furman so a uh, a nice W over against against a really solid mid-major opponent in Furman for the Alabama Crimson Tide uh Jaden Shackelford the true freshman with 25 points last night Kyra Lewis Jr. with 19, including 17 in the second half. So you got 44 combined from your, your guards there. Shackelford coming off the bench last night. Um, seven turnovers from Kyra. You had 14 of your 22 turnovers last night for Alabama from three of your five starters. So NATO still want to clean that up. But a team that continues to try to work through a condensed roster due to some injuries, due to some NCAA rulings in one particular instance, but uh, two and two now the Alabama men's basketball team as it prepares to head to the Bahamas next week for the battle for the battle for Atlantis. Going to see those Tar Heels in North Carolina next week with uh, Cole Anthony, the uh, highly regarded freshman point guard, doing his thing for the Tar Heels. Should be a great matchup between Anthony and Kyra Lewis Jr down there in Nassau. Now, again, as for football practice, from an injury perspective, uh, you're talking about the defensive line, obviously. Uh, That was a point of emphasis for us out there today when we took in the media viewing periods. And from that perspective, same as yesterday, no sign of Raquan Davis out there. Uh, You did see DJ Dale You also saw Padarian Mathis. You didn't see either really taking part in individual drills. They were in full practice uh, regalia, but uh, not much in the way of, of work. So when they went in threes, only seven guys that we saw participating in bag drills when they got around to that under the direction of Brian Baker, the defensive line coach. First three up, uh, at your end you had Byron Young and Christian Barmore. The nose tackle in that first three was Tavita Musika, the senior junior college transfer. Your next group up, as far as threes go, you had Stefan Wynn. You had Justin Aboigbe. You had another true freshman in Braylon Ingram at an end. And your seventh and final defensive lineman that we saw in bag drills today was Ishmael Softsher, another true freshman, the big nose tackle, uh, rounding out that group. So that's how that sort of broke down today out there with the defensive line. Quarterback, same as yesterday, Mac Jones, Talia Tonga Bailoa throwing it around. Henry Ruggs III was at practice today. We didn't see Henry out there in the early stages of Tuesday's practice. Henry was out there, um, was in full gear. We didn't really see him doing much, what we saw as far as the outside receivers during individual drills. Jerry Judy, John Mechie working uh, together. The other side, you had Devonte Smith, Tyrell Shavers, um, and also Xavier Williams. And then inside, you had Jalen Waddle and Slade Bolden. So that's how it looked with the wide receivers today. Uh, Dime Day, and this is a Western Carolina team. Uh, that's going to, I think, be a benefit to that defense in terms of concepts and the preparation that's going to be involved for Auburn next week. Not all that different schematically, at least at the fundamental levels um, of what Western Carolina likes to do. Spread, power spread type approach. A quarterback in Tyree Adams that's a dual threat, uh, has some big career passing numbers, over 11,000 yards of total offense at Western Carolina for Tyree Adams. Uh, So this is a guy that will give you a little bit of a look on Saturday when it comes to sort of that run pass option uh, scenario that is so popular now in college football. So uh, Alabama in the dime out there today. Status quo from that standpoint, that means Xavier Williams at the money position. Shane Lee has reclaimed that Mac position. It was Markel Benton there for a couple weeks. Now it's back to Shane Lee. You saw him do that against Mississippi State last week. Corners are the same with Trayvon Diggs and Patrick Sertan the second Shaheem Carter working at the star. And your safeties, Jordan Battle and Jared Maiden, who continues to have sort of that left upper thigh wrap. Remember, he missed the game. Uh, what was it, Arkansas, I guess it was, with a uh, groin strain. But he's working through that as of right now. Offensive line looked the same, saw a little bit of that. One thing that was interesting with that, we did see the pairing of Kendall Randolph as the traditional inline tight end to go along with a little Billingsley at the H. Billingsley had a nice uh, career first against Mississippi State with a catch and the run after the catch. Showed a little power there at the finish of that play. Um, So that's a duo to keep your eye on perhaps for this week. um, When you talk about the tight ends and the H-backs, running backs, look to still be in good health. Um, and so that's just about it. That's just about it. Outside linebackers, Anthony Jennings, Terrell Lewis, looking like they're just fine right now. Sal Sanceri, uh in midweek form, getting after those guys, particularly the young guys. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found. Um, But uh, that's Sal. That's what Sal does. You know, the great thing about being out there with Sal, it's like all the outtakes maybe from the Sopranos that you never got to see, the director's cut, that's kind of what you get with Sal on the practice field. What do you got for me on this... uh, on this gorgeous Wednesday afternoon, anything? Oh, uh, we're debating whether or not Tua comes back for another year. You know, I've kind of given my two cents on that throughout the week and a number of different outlets. Um, sure, I mean there's everything still on the table. I mean, he could come back for another year. He's got a redshirt year available for crying out loud. Um, but I, I've got to think. With the quarterback situation first and foremost being what it is in the NFL and the already sort of lengthy list of injuries that Tua has acquired, especially over the last two years, uh, to me, it doesn't make a lot of sense to come back to college. I still think as long as the medicals look good um, and his progress sort of points to that here in the coming months, you know, there's a lot of people in November in the National Football League that will talk about, well, you know, There's concerns about Tua. Well, you think the L.A. Chargers have concerns about Phil Rivers right now? You know, there's there's other teams, too, that are transitioning out of longtime quarterback situations. It's not just the teams that year in and year out seem like they need a quarterback each and every year. It's some of the teams that have had really good quarterback situations. I mean, how much longer is Drew Brees going to play? Tom Brady. These are all great, great quarterbacks. Maybe they play all another five years. Who knows? Uh, But at some point, those type of teams got to start looking at quarterbacks, not just the perennial bottom feeders uh, that seem like they can never get the quarterback situation right. Anything else on this uh, Wednesday? You know you're going to have Charlie Potter's practice report. That may be up as we speak. You're going to have Nick Saban post-practice tonight. Uh, I'm sure Nick's going to go in-depth about the senior class that's going to be honored on Saturday. Uh, Some interesting sort of notes on that perhaps coming out in the next couple of days as far as, you know, guys that maybe were honored last year that came back for another year. Maybe there's guys that you think will be honored on Saturday that may look at trying to go another year. Um, And then, of course, the the angle of the juniors, all the juniors that are going to have decisions to make. As we talked about with Charlie on uh, tide talk late last night you know they're they almost are going to need uh instead of having chairs inside the naylor stone <laughs> media suite in january they might just need straight up bleachers for the juniors that might be in there uh, making decisions if that's it we'll get out of here it is instant analysis again we appreciate you joining us here it uploads on the built by bama online podcast so if you missed anything this will load up on the podcast uh database. Hopefully, if I know what I'm doing. You never know about that. Anyway, have a great rest of your Wednesday. Keep it locked to BamaOnline.com for continuing coverage of the Alabama Crimson Tide. We'll talk to you again real soon.